0: make the customers curious and educate them delight them inspire them you know it's a human being behind the screen receiving your email or or seeing your your ad so that's kind of what it means with business to human
1: This week, we are brought to you by Attest. Attest is a consumer research platform that enables brands to make customer understanding a competitive advantage with continuous insights. By combining unparalleled speed and data quality with on-demand research guidance, the platform makes it simple and fast to uncover opportunities with consumer data and grow without guesswork. Hello, and welcome to the shiny new object podcast. My name is Tom Olerton. I'm the founder of Automated Creative. And this is a weekly podcast where I have the privilege and the pleasure of interviewing our marketing industry's leaders about their vision for the future of our industry. I'm on a call with Christina Lagerstedt, who is marketing director of Volta's Kluwer, tax and accounting, Scandinavia. Christina, for anyone who doesn't know who you are and what you do, can you give the audience a bit of a background?
0: Absolutely. And first of all, Thank you Tom for having me. I'm super excited to be here and be your guest and to discuss the wonders of marketing with you. And as you just presented, I'm Christina. I am a marketing director for Volters Kluwer Tax and Accounting in Scandinavia and uh, we are a global leader in information services in solutions in health legal finance compliance and many other sectors and i'm still pretty new in my role i joined the company just before the summer and before that i spent the last 10 years in, in different marketing leader roles working in many different industries from startup to scale up to global giants so my background is pretty broad i would say and Often people ask me, you know, how did I got myself into marketing? And both my parents have PhDs in natural science subjects. So I was pretty good at math and using data and logical thinking. And there was a bit of expectation for me to go in the same direction. But I was creative as a child. I liked to express myself through creativity. I did dance classes, played the piano, played the flute, painted, you know, like to write stories and poems. So for me, the magic blend was marketing. So I can use my math skills and logical thinking and also be creative. So I went to university to become a marketing professional and I never regretted it.
1: So in that varied career, and with that interesting mindset of creative and logical, what are the bad recommendations that you hear in our industry that you think, no, that's not right?
0: (laughs) I think from my side, it is that you need to have a background from the same industry when you're applying for a new marketing job, because I often see that as a requirement in job ads. And in my past, I was um, rejected a few times in interview processes because I hadn't worked in the same industry before. And I think in in some roles like specific technical knowledge linked to the industry is maybe crucial or you need to bring your client network into the business. But when working with marketing, I think the most important skill is to master the art of marketing. So if I, for example, look for a social media expert, I wouldn't refuse a candidate based solely on the fact that they previously posted reels and stories about you know, the industry they previously worked in. I want them to understand social media and the industry and the product portfolio they will learn. And I also think if you like narrow down your pool of candidates to people in the same industry, you will have the same group of professionals just like moving between roles and (laughs) companies. And, you know, then everyone is asking why nothing new ever happens in their industry and why are we doing the same old? So to bring innovation and new ways of thinking and new ways to approach like social media, advertising events or, or whatever, you need to consult people who have done it differently. So that's how you get creativity and innovation in your marketing department. And, you know, that's also something I really appreciated with Walters Kluver, that they focus on this diversity. So my marketing team is quite diverse, you know, when it comes to gender, age and background and team members that have been there for 30 years in the tax and accounting industry. And then others like me just joined. And that that kind of gives an advantage. I mean, it's simpler to challenge status quo and think about how to do things differently than our competitors. And everybody has different backgrounds and way of doing successful marketing in the past and I haven't had two jobs in the same industry I always switched you know between industries and by that I've brought new ideas and way of thinking into my new employer and the tax and accounting industry that I'm now it's completely new to me and I find that super exciting and by that you know bringing in new learnings from my past experience so I'm saying no to having you know requiring industry background when you're applying marketing jobs <laughs>
1: Well, you might have just got yourself a whole new slew of CVs with that comment. So we we shall see. So um, that's an excellent (laughs) hiring and team building bit of advice, but I'd like to get to some marketing advice specifically now. What is your top marketing tip that you find yourself sharing most often?
0: I would say that we are not the customer. That's something i heard. So, I mean... Don't assume that your customers will behave like you or like the same things like you do. Because I think, let's face it, I think many marketers are kind of at risk of making this mistake. And I'm certainly guilty of it from time to time. You know, things like, oh, we shouldn't go on TikTok because none of my friends use TikTok. Or <laughs> of course everybody has Apple Pay because Apple Pay because that's you know how me and my colleagues pay for our daily Starbucks coffee. So it's easy to. To kind of you know assume it is like you people are using the product like you do or acting like you do. So of course, marketing is like somewhat based on on gut feeling where your gut takes decision based on previous experience, what you know about the target group, reports you read, and so on. But I don't think you should never expect your customers to behave like you and your friends or like a group of marketing experts do. So really use data, ask your customers, observes, understand that they have different needs and behaviors and preferences like you so you know using segmentation customer journeys data insights and just ask the target group and i mean for sure this is a known and used based practice but i think we all need to remind ourselves of it from time to time because it's easy to to use ourselves as like the reference group
1: so moving on now to your shiny new object which we've never had before i don't think but it is business to human. What does that mean? Explain it to me in the audience. I'm keen to find out more. Yes, of course.
0: Well, we often talk about like business to consumers and business to business and how marketing differs between those two. But I think we should just stop separating the two of them and start talking more about business to human or B2H. So instead of focusing if we are selling to a consumer or a business, we are targeting a human being. So focus on the customer's needs and pain points rather than targeting a generic consumer or company. I mean, you still base your decisions on more things than product features or price. Like, do I like the salesperson? Is the customer service helpful? Do they speak to me in a way I understand? Does this company inspire me? You know, do they bring out value? Am I engaged? So, I mean, when I first heard about business to human, it was like, you know, finding the answer to what I've been preaching for many years, that we should not differentiate between business to consumer business to business marketing so much because, you know, we're selling to a human in the end. And during my years as a marketing professional, I realized that B2B marketing is sometimes considered, you know, less exciting than B2C marketing. And, you know, why is that? And I, I think it's because we sometimes forget that human part when we target our marketing efforts to another business you know marketing becomes facts and figures and features but the thing is so many decisions are emotional also in b2b and you know how can they connect with your brand if they don't feel anything so b2b customers also want to engage in content to be part of their buying journey and it doesn't have to be you know mean it has to be funny or extremely expensive but make the customers curious and educate them delight them inspire them you know it's a human being behind the screen receiving your email or or seeing your your ad so that's kind of what it means with business to human
1: so who is your business to human hero who do you look up to in the industry who do you think's getting this right
0: oh that's a good question hmm i think if i look into completely other industry i think Oatly is a classic, I guess. (laughs) They really speak to people in, you know, in a human way. They don't talk so much about their brand or about the product or about features. Um, They talk about, (laughs) they talk to people in a very simple way and things that are on their mind right right now. Uh, And usually kind of in in a funny way. So I think they are quite good at it, I would say.
1: No, it's interesting for you to say that because we've had Michael Lee on the podcast a couple of times, actually. He's the creative director at Oatly and he always gets really wound up at the point. He's just like, it's, marketing, it's just a human talking to a human. That's all you're doing. So that, that copy that you write on your poster or on your social poster or email or your website. You're just a human talking to another human, but yet we put an industry in the way.
0: <laughs> so maybe it's already doing the, the business to human or the human to human
1: called. Huh? He, he would be very pleased to hear you say that. Potentially even more difficult question. Who do you think does business to human well in what would be considered the B2B space? Hmm. or is it no one if no one jumps to mind is that is that part of the issue i mean i was just reading through a um a list of lots of different marketing startups like competitors to us to a, to a degree for an event that we're running to get some speakers and it was so interesting to read through everyone's like it's like a one-slide description of who they are and what they do. And It reminded me of a comment that I heard on a podcast recently. It was the guy from Innocent, I think. He said that all tones of voices on LinkedIn are the same. I mean, that's not entirely true, but I'd say probably 90% of the posts that you read on LinkedIn are all have that kind of same tone of voice. You know, it's very um, risk-averse. Let's not offend anyone kind of way. So I, I'm really interested to know who you think who's solved that from a... Business to human perspective if from a traditional B 2 B background.
0: I think that's actually a good question. Of course, I would like to say my own.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but you can By all means, do it. That's, you're, you're on the podcast. Could you could you, give, could you give me an example of when you've nailed business to human?
0: No, I think what we really try to do is to talk in, you know, as you say, not having one, well, not to have the same tone of voice like everybody else to say the same thing. Because I say, I think we're maybe afraid to to use other words, you kind of bring, you use the same words like everybody does or you speak in a very generic way because you hope to reach a lot of generic, you know, people like this is the generic company and this is what the generic company cares about instead of thinking, but in the end, it's just one person I'm targeting, you know, maybe the buyer or the, the reader. So, um, I think, but I, I have struggled really finding that perfect B2B Company who does it really well, and I think also when it comes to business as human, it's like broader than just marketing campaigns. It can also be like the way the salespeople approach you, or the yeah, way their much. service and support approach you. Um, you know, so it's kind of you feel like I'm, I'm like they care about me as a person. just like i'm just not the a company contacting them right when i'm calling their support or whatever but it's a good thing i should have thought about it It really good
1: (laughs) one example um of a brand i think does it quite well is mailchimp they sponsored the serial podcast many years ago and i don't know if you've Ever listened to the Serial podcast, but the the guy who was sort of wrongly, apparently wrongly convicted, is has been released from jail, and so they they followed up with this podcast like seven, eight, maybe yeah, eight years later probably, and so there hadn't been a podcast inside, and it, it played this Mailchimp advert.
0: Support for Serial comes from Mailchimp. From Mailchimp. Mail. Mail. Hey Chimp. More than seven million businesses around the world use a MailChimp to send emails, newsletters, and deliver high fives. MailChimp. Send better email. Very
1: nice. I use MailChimp. You do? I love it. <laughs> I oh, yeah that's fun <laughs> yeah so that, that's my view of what um, a really nice um, business to human type of ad is right like it's it's natural it's it's not in the the, uh, the tone of you know um, it's a sort of classic classic ad so what are the challenges with B2H right so I'm also a business to business marketer I'm trying very hard myself for my own business automated creative to be B2H but it's so hard it's so hard we know we've got reasons to believe in automated creative that we want our audience to hear and I want to get them over in as few words as possible in a way that makes us sound different to our competitors, right? Like that's absolutely what part of my role is, but it's so difficult to be human. So what are the steps that you take to make sure that you're being B2H, not b 2
0: B? No, I agree. I think it's hard because you're kind of afraid of losing that professionality, right? You still want to kind of be a professional business and it's just just because your your target group likes you know cute cats, you don't want to kind of use cute cats in your adverts because it has nothing to do with your your business, right? So you kind of have to stay relevant. So I think it kind of goes back to what I what I mentioned before in like my best marketing tips to kind of really look at. Uh, understanding the consumer rights and the behaviors and how, how do they speak, maybe? How do they, what kind of words do they use? What's on their mind? And try to speak in the same way. And I think also when you're writing an advert or when you're writing a, an article, it's like, are these words we normally use? Does this say anything or tell us anything? You know, when you maybe use these buzzwords, right? Um, does this... <coughs> does it speak to a way that oh, do they speak like this at the office, right? I think that's the way maybe to to start and really to understand what's what's really on their mind, you know, what really uh, interview maybe customers, doing the segmentation and, and and truly understanding. I think that's the way, but uh, otherwise, but I think the simple like well, the first thing is I think is copy using copy. That's so strong, uh, strong um, tool. Um, to master business to human, I think. Simple copies, tell it as it is. Don't use uh, complicated words or overly long sentences or um, what's there actually, you know, often it's like, do you want to maximize your impact while minimizing your efforts or something like that? It's like, what does it truly mean, right? does mean anything. Uh, and really uh, be more clear on that. I think that's one way of being more human. Then I think it's your approach in general, like when you meet people, when you go to customer meetings, when you, uh, like the way you approach people, the way you speak to people, um, the tone you're using, you know, uh, make that more human. But I agree, it can can sound a little bit like a buzzword <laughs> And, so and probably- I like, like being human,
1: like, okay, as I say, how? <laughs> so how do you get around it when your customers are using the same BS that you are? You know, Like I think about my meetings with some of our clients, you know, like they're definitely using an acronyms and buzzwords and all of that stuff. Like it's almost the language that we create to talk to each other. So how do you get around the fact that you your audience, not inarticulate, but as, as buzzwordy as you are? <laughs>
0: good thing, but if they are using the buzzwords, maybe that's how to to speak to them as well, right? (laughs) If they are using the same buzzwords in a meeting or talking in the same way, I guess, you just have to, to to speak in the same manner but then I we almost are going into a like a revolution like revolutionizing how to speak in the whole industry um, but i think quite often we speak in one way and our customers in in a complete another way uh, i think that's a risk you know um, that's why maybe you as you say you see all these generic Uh, posts on on LinkedIn but neither are really a thumb stopper for you because it doesn't speak to you in a way.
1: So unfortunately we are at time now. So if someone wanted to reach out to you and talk to you about business to human where would you like them to do it and what makes the perfect outreach message to you?
0: I would say probably on LinkedIn. So my name is not that common so I don't don't think it would be too hard to find and um, I think be just genuine, you know, be curious, be, be personal. I think that's usually what caps my catches my interest at least. And,
1: well, you know, it's all about being human, right? Yeah. <laughs> what a lovely way to leave it. Christina, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Hi, just before you go, uh, if you'd like to speak on the podcast or be a guest, or you think I'm asking the wrong questions, anything, I'd be super interested to hear what you think. So please email me at tom at automatedcreative.net. That's T O M at, uh, I'm not going to bother spelling it. Anyway, you'll work it out. Thanks so much.